Hello, and welcome to another episode of Myths and Stories, a Destiny 2 lore podcast. Uh, this episode, we are continuing our series on the Vex. Um, we left off last time with the Taken War uh, and the, the Taken being in the Soul System and now starting to get to the uh, Vex and uh, the Vex seeing this incursion as literally their extinction event. Um, and on a, a leap of faith, they uh, decided to pit paracausal enemy against paracausal enemy and uh, allowed Praetith's messages to reach the vanguard and eventually our guardian to draw us in and deal with the Taken for them. An enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? At least until that enemy is dead. <laughs> <laughs> until the enemy is dead or this inconvenience me. And then it's back to being my enemy. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of the last big interaction that uh, Guardians had with the Vex in Destiny 1. Was the, the events of the, um, uh, the Taken War and, and just post-Taken War. Uh, so the next big thing that had an effect on the Vex that was not as apparent in game at the time, uh, but had some pretty big implications later down the road is the red war. So, um, you know, we know red war start of destiny two. uh, the ships come rolling in Dominus Gaul, uh, takes the tower, cuts off our, our access to the light. Um, they did other things throughout the solar system though. Uh, he, uh, Dominus Gaul bolstered the offensive capabilities and offered reinforcements to the cabal that were still surviving in the soul system at the time of his arrival. Uh, one of those being the cabal that were on Mars, uh, and had built up their base around the gate to the black garden. Now, remember that we, the Guardian, had gone into the Black Garden, had destroyed the Black Heart, had killed the um, Soul Inherents, the, the three big Minotaurs that kind of get infused with uh, the, the Heart, um, <clears throat> and we had killed the Undying Mind, uh, and it's the Undying Mind's uh, function was to keep the black garden in its own little separate uh dimension its own little time space and up until this point in the red war we had succeeded in keeping the black garden on mars and the portal to it was on mars i uh, however one of the first things that the red legion did as they rolled through the solar system was just to blow the gate up well, that seems counterproductive. <laughs> uh, they viewed a direct access to the Vex as uh, essentially an enemy bulk, you know, an enemy bulkhead. Oh, that sure. I, or bulwark, bulwark. Um, that Beach, was like head? beachfront. That that's the word I was looking for, beachhead. Um, but yeah, they saw it as it, you know direct access from the enemy to their encampments. And they're like, no, <laughs> just get rid of it. Cut off guess, the enemy's ability to, 
to, uh, you know, come to us. And so they blew up the gate to the Black Garden, which unfortunately meant the Black Garden was now completely inaccessible to anybody. And all of the Vex that were still in the Black Garden can now do whatever they want to do undisturbed. Yeah, that's probably worse. It's probably not a great idea. Uh, I feel like that's worse than just like getting rid of the bulkhead or the God damn it. Beachfront, <laughs> beachhead. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> access Strong. point. There we go. Strong what, start this episode. That's what I'm gonna call it is access point. Because we're because it's Vex and that's yep. that's what a that's what yep. a gate is to them. It's just an access point to the soul system. Yeah, it's just the Vex AP. Yep. Uh, oh God. <laughs> all these IT guys are are all all our IT friends are like, hey, yay, this Vex is us. We're just we're just the master programmers. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> do you think the Vex run on DHCP? <laughs> I 100% think they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. They would have run out of addresses very they would have, long they ago. Would have, there's no way they'd have enough addresses, dude. Like, even if you did dynamic address... No, no, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, needless to say, Black Garden cut off. The Vex that are in the Black Garden are doing whatever they want to do undisturbed now. Well, and that I guess that kind of brings up a question. Is like, with the Black Heart being gone out of the Garden and the, the three... I guess protectors of it being gone, and then of course the undying mind being gone, and I, undying mind being gone. I'm going to put that with an asterisk because yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, like what what is the function of the Black Garden at this point then? Well, the Black Garden has been up until this point, uh, just kind of its its own separate space, seemingly dedicated to worship worship of the black heart um now as far as what is its function now that the black heart is gone we could reason that um the function might still be to worship maybe find something new to worship or i you know we we know now from lightfall that the black heart was created maybe to create another black heart um yeah, but their their directive of that collection of Vex that that are in the the garden though are still, I think, very focused on the like worship of a higher power. Okay, because they've I guess because they've since they have seen something that can't be assimilated or can't be vexified, now they're just trying to find something to fill that that empty programming yeah. uh, section like. A must equal something, and th- that something before was this this black heart. Well, we have to make it equal something again because it that that worked, and yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but our guardian has, you know, more pressing matters at the time. I, I mean, we're considering li- we're lightless. <laughs> yeah, lightless and mortal and like not in good shape. Um, so, needless to say, the events of the Red War happen our guardian is victorious um during that there are a couple of other little tie-ins um to the vex uh one being that the red legion drills into nessus uh and to uh study the vex mind at the heart of nessus um which is protheon uh that causes the vex to retaliate and that's where we get the inverted spire strike 
Um, and what is what is the purpose of that mind? We don't know for sure. Uh, I think the assumption is that it was directing efforts to turn Nexus into a machine world similar to uh, what Mercury um, was. I, I love how Nessus became Nexus. I mean, yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So th- so as far as like a, a function or subfunction or whatever, it's it's because, again, I, I, I keep trying to think of the Vex as like this hierarchy but there really isn't a hierarchy. It's just more of like functions and subfunctions. Yeah, so it, now, it's it's more processing power. Yeah, like, yeah. So now thinking of it like that, I think that makes sense that that mind at the bottom of that or inside that thing, inside Nessus is just there. Like its whole function is to make Nessus vex. Like, yeah. Assume, I, which I would assume there was something similar to that, like that on Mercury that I guess accomplished its goal I, I guess uh yes there there was um we talked about this a little bit i think in our second episode when we were talking about the different collections uh, and access oh, right, minds right, 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 right. um dendron is dendron. the access mind that was responsible for converting that's mercury. that's one where we travel through the infinite forest to the past and and kill him in the past yep yeah, a gotcha. simulation of him a simulation yeah. yep yep a, a garden garden world yeah i think is the yep. strike God, I believe I, so. This this <laughs> I'm kind of sad some of this stuff is gone like I know. I know me too. But um the other thing that was a direct connection to the Vex during the Red War I uh, was this little place called the Pyramidian. Um so similar to Nessus and Mercury cuz that that is the end goal of the Vex, right? Is make everything Vex. Yep. I uh, and so Io is also being turned into a machine world um, by the Vex there under the direction of the Axis mind Brachian, um, who is known as the Genesis mind. Uh, is, isn't he the goddess of the lake? <laughs> I mean... Ha! 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 Ha. What lake? Oh. Ashmere. I miss Ashmere Asher- so much. We need Asher in the game again. We do. Uh, now, it's theorized... So, the, the Pyramidian was a little more than just, like, a Vex installation. Um, the Pyramidian had more access to the Vex network as, like, a physical space. Sure. Um, it seemed like it was maybe a very early attempt to recreate another Vault of Glass. That's what I always thought of it as, because it it has the very similar um, build structure to it to the to the yeah. glass, and it also um, it it makes me think of um, all the structures there. Now again, this is kind of like skipping around in the timeline a little bit, um, but that's I mean, for some vex reason, we can do that. Uh, <laughs> the stuff inside or. Um, is it inside? Yeah, I guess it is inside. Uh, Europa has a very similar build structure to the Pyramidian stuff. So I always yeah. thought of them as either as either a a bigger, um, I, I guess a bigger vault of glass, like a, a a vault of glass that could encompass the entirety of the solar system across multiple planets, or as more 
what are we calling it now? Beachfronts, beachheads, bulkheads. <laughs> yeah, more, more access, access points. points. Yeah, <laughs> that's the new word. More access points for the soul system is is what I was curious of if if that's if if it's more of just like an access point thing than an actual like functionality thing. I I think it's probably a little bit of both, honestly. Um definitely worthwhile having the ability to and again the pyramidian was another one that was kind of its own time space right uh, like that that seems to be what the vex have landed on as their their best method of uh having a uh undisturbed location to just like process and simulate is like let's just remove it from the the normal timeline uh have it its own little independent thing and when they do that that there's multiple places you can enter that dimension from uh you know for us the the main pyramidian doors on io is one of those it's very possible that some of the structures on europa um are or would be another one um because i i believe we enter the pyramidian from somewhere else too well the pyramidian um connects to the vault of glass at one point right i think you're right i i, I, I think I you're right i want to say there was a quest that took us where there was a connection between the two that seems that seems right so uh regardless i just remember the giant like structure at the bottom of it like when you jump in the hole yeah and and the structure is like this almost like a dodecahedron right a 12-sided dice yep. looking thing like it it's God, it was a really neat structure inside there, and um, I know there was a, there was a cutscene at some point in time. I I think it's more recent, and it, I, maybe a splicer, maybe a season of splicer. I don't remember, um, but there was a cutscene that showed that same like dodecahedron style um, piping for the like the edges of of this mm-hmm. dice structure. Um, that it was just a bunch of vex frames floating. And then they start getting filled with radiolarian and they start activating and then they just start walking through portals into our time space. So that's where that's where I, I I I'm starting to think more of the pyramidium as a access point for an invading force. Uh more militaristic. Yeah, yeah. I think to me that's what it's that's what it comes off as. But I, I, I also like the idea of it. I mean it's it obviously they're they're their way of dealing with a problem of remove this thing from time space. So then we have essentially infinite time and infinite processing power and time cycles and all that stuff um, to just do and just experiment and just be. Um, Cause then once they remove it, now they can start creating copies of it and then they can simulate more stuff in the, in the simulations and virtual machines on top of virtual machines. Um, and then come up with a solution and then reinsert it at the exact same time in our timeline that they that it was removed and then just insert vex and insert solution. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So um, so regardless, uh, pyramiding was another entry point. We defeated Brachion in there uh, and helped stave off the vex's attempts to turn Io into the next Mercury, and and uh, gave uh, Asher a little peace of mind. Yes. Yeah. Gave him a little bit of revenge. Uh, for those that were not, are not aware that maybe have never dealt with Asher, uh, during the destiny Two campaign, um, Asher had 
delved into the Pyramidian prior to us uh, and had met Brachion there. And uh, part of that, um, his escape, essentially, he he was uh, captured and eventually escaped, but not before he was exposed to radiolaria and his arm uh, is is vex is is the metallic vex arm um, and his ghost as well was starting to uh, convert into uh, a vex kind of like construct of sorts um, so he was on a time on a time limit uh, even you know even having a ghost still he knew that eventually he would just be transformed uh, and was very keen to get revenge on Brachion before that happened. So we we helped him with that. Yeah. Well, I know this isn't an Ashramir episode, but I have one question about Ashramir. Um, I, I know he was a guardian, but did he know he was a Jensen scribe? Uh, it always seemed that way because so. all of the references around him are Jensen scribe and all that, which obviously that's part of the Awoken stuff and and all that. And yeah. he, he was an Awoken. Um, yes. So it's, um, it's interesting that he is a guardian that it, he is another, he's another Anna Bray that like looked into his past and like ac- either accepted it or, or still had instincts of it or something. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's hard to say whether he was a Jensen scribe prior to his, uh, revival and then he went back or it may be that after he was revived his you know curiosity and and scientific process took him to the scribes after becoming a guardian and he became a member at that point yeah um but either way he is recognized by multiple people eris morn among them as being a jensen scribe okay cool neat yeah so uh Leading from the Red War, the next big involvement with the Vex is Curse of Osiris. And this is kind of an interesting one because uh, I think it's fairly well known um, that Curse of Osiris did not land well when it came out. Uh, And so there's a lot of people that maybe have never played Curse of Osiris, and maybe don't even know really what happened during Curse of Osiris. It was, uh, it was also a very confusing time in Destiny, because I think they came out with a comic book that has some stuff to deal with Curse of Osiris, but then like they went back and was like, yeah, this isn't exactly correct, so let's yeah. scrub some of this from memory. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're not going to be touching on the comic. Um, and the comic for... Uh, focuses more on Osiris, uh, the person, right. anyway. But uh, but Curse of Osiris, the story of the expansion campaign, was very Vex centric. So we, uh, and and actually, I'm sure it's still out there. I would I would recommend looking up the Curse of Osiris uh, cinematic, um, kind yeah. of opening cinematic. Um, but so at the end of the Red War, the Traveler reawakens uh, or, or awakens. Um, and the Vex begin after, the, after this big pulse of light goes through everything. Everything in the universe felt 
that pulse, including the Vex. Even if they can't simulate light, they can feel its effects. You know, they can feel what it does to oh, they, the universe. Atheon feels it every time I put a, a Nova bomb into him or a <laughs> Yep. Or a, or a, a chaos beam into him. So the Vex felt just as much as anything else that like this big light pulse happened and something in the universe had changed from that point forward. And the Vex decided rather than their main programming be just turn everything Vex eventually, you know, time doesn't matter to us, just turn everything Vex eventually. They, although that's still their primary objective, they added a new secondary objective. That secondary objective being do whatever we need to do to simulate and then carry out the extinction of light and dark in the universe full stop how do you how do you even how <laughs> I don't that's that's bad i let's 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 say that first extinction of light and dark in the universe equals bad because then we it's, have it's like bad. zero way to deal with the vex paracausality is the only thing holding the vex at bay and they they know that and when they see light when they see a, a paracausal force of the universe just getting stronger and having a universe-wide effect that that kind of reprioritizes things for them because i think up until this point the vex were very much like okay guardians are a nuisance we will need to deal with them eventually and we'll work on, like we'll have those processes going in the background to try and come up with a plan to deal with them but you know there's a lot more of us than there are of them we're just going to keep doing our thing and converting things and eventually you know we'll outlive or outnumber them uh but now they've had like, oh, light isn't just here as we know it. It can get stronger. There, there's another big source of it out there, and it's close to the soul system. We really need to figure out how to deal with this now. I, and the, the thing, your question is like, how? Because we know from the outside looking in that Vex can't simulate paracausality. I, but that's not going to stop them from trying. Like that's, that's true. Not, that's not going to stop them from, from trying to figure out, okay, how do we simulate this? Or alternatively, even though if they can't simulate paracausal effects, if they know where the paracausal power is coming from, they can still eliminate that threat. They can still Ooh. make plans to destroy the Traveler could, or I, I kill Guardians. Say, could they remove the Traveler from... Our time space? Potentially. I mean, we saw Sabathun do it. Yeah, I don't see why they couldn't. Just, I mean, they already have little pocket universes. Just build one around the Traveler. Oh, my God. What if that's what all this stuff... What if they're building one around the Soul System? Hey, that's a possibility. The Pyramidian, Europa, the just Garden blink World. The, like, blink, blink the, the whole entire thing Solar System out. Because, like, that's... I mean, that, that deals with a lot of threats all at once. It does. It does. I, uh, but for, for better or, you know, regardless of how they were going to try and do it, they rededicated, they reprioritized and said extinction of light and dark is now a paramount priority to our main objective. Sure. 
Because I, I feel like looking through their timelines, once they see that big blip, their percentages of timelines that that end in their uh, vexification of the universe have now decreased. So yeah. now, now, like before, when it was like 99.9% of timelines end in us achieving our goal of vexification of the universe. Uh, paracausality takes that take accounts for that 0.1%. Now with this big blip, now it's like okay, now we're looking at a 75% success rate. That is unacceptable. Yeah. So the Vex up until this point have had access to a literally planet-wide uh, reality engine called the Infinite Forest. And we can think of this as kind of the, I, I think of the infinite forest as like the Vex's um, CCTV room. Like, oh, yeah. this is, this is where they just have a billion monitors and every monitor is playing off a slightly different version of a particular event. And they're just studying it to try yep. and figure out like, what kind of advantages can they gleam from the the information in the, in the little differences I, uh, and right now all of their, their focus is on the study of light bearers, the traveler, how do we eliminate the ability for light or dark to exist in the universe so that we can continue our, our pattern. And, uh, this new dedication to this goal changes drastically the simulations happening in the infinite forest rather than simulations kind of about you know just the vexification of the universe in general and um, maybe particular things uh, that they've had struggles with all the simulations are now get us to this future of no paracausal powers in the universe and osiris who has was in exile at this point and had dedicated himself to exploring the infinite forest and trying to learn about the Vex and about what the Vex's goals were uh, by literally viewing and experiencing the simulations, he saw this shift. And he saw that every single simulation was now heading to this, this dark future of there's no there's nothing in the universe except vex and the probability of that happening was going up and up and up as the vex started to they never they didn't solve the problem of paracausality but they were starting to like whittle away at some of the the outside issues and getting just that little bit closer and then that little bit closer uh every you know passing day Week, I mean, to the Vex, time is is nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> uh, and so Osiris, who's inside, saw this and is like, something has changed. The Vex are now specifically targeting the light. We need to let people outside know. Uh, and so he, and this is in the cinematic, he comes under fire from uh, Vex in the simulation. Uh, and force kind of forcibly uh pushes his ghost sagira out of the infinite forest um intending for her to be a messenger to get to 
uh, Ikora or, you know, somebody to let them know, like, something very big is happening with the Vex right now. We need to, you know, we need reinforcements. We need to figure this out. He also he also cheats in this scene. He casts Dawnblade and then <laughs> instantly uses well. Well, he does two swipes and then d- and does well in midair down. Like, he's cheating. Yeah. I mean, we see where Ikora gets it. That's know. what I'm saying. It's only warlocks <laughs> that are cheating. I've never seen a hunter or a titan cheat. I'm just saying, Myth, we might be the bad guys. Well, I think that's mostly because we don't play PvP. But This is also true. <laughs> so I... it's okay to cheat in PvE, right? Right, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. We didn't use cheater guns for a whole weekend to just kill, like, one-shot bosses. No, I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. It's a glitch in the Matrix. Or the yeah. Vex. The Vex yeah. Matrix. It's funny, you brought <laughs> that, that CCTV thing, and all I could think of is, like, the architect's room. And it's just <laughs> yeah. it's just a Vex mind sitting in his chair, and he's just watching everything. Oh. But, uh, but, so, our guardian comes across Sagira. Uh, she's in, in pretty dire straits and we, uh, get her back up and running, um, by having her hijack our ghost for a little bit, which is, is an rude. interesting, uh, yeah, his, it's it was a little rude, rude. ghost. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but in that way we've, we've got her traveling with us. Uh, and, we discover um, with her and talking to Ikora and, and whatnot um, that the, the Axis mind that controls the infinite forest is uh, this, this entity by the name of, uh, by the name of Panoptes. It's got to, it's got to be Greek, right? Uh, probably say Panoptes, the infinite mind um, to be, exact uh, you know what i'm gonna ask you and yes it is greek so uh-huh. um, <laughs> it comes from the name argos panoptes uh also known as the many-eyed giant in greek mythology okay yeah that's pretty spot on he, yeah. he this 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 mind would have many eyes and many different uh simulations of of mm-hmm. uh futures and realities yeah I've, i like it i like yeah. it so uh so we know Panoptes is the thing controlling the infinite forest and ultimately is is kind of the main unit that is doing all of the processing and prioritizing for this uh goal within the infinite forest. Um and Sagira, uh Osiris's ghost, has this idea about Okay, how do we track down where in the infinite forest this one vex mind exists? How do we how do we know? Uh and so she has the idea of well, let's use the forest against him. And Sagira uh, is able to utilize the forest enough with the, the help of Osiris um, and kind of control where we get put when we enter the forest, um, putting us in a simulation of the far past 
version of Mercury, where it is still a garden world with lush vegetation, and the Vex have really just started to turn it into the machine world we know it as. And Segura's uh, reasoning here is, let's find Panoptes at, you know, a a simulation of Panoptes when it was uh, first turning this planet, and then use the information of that simulation to run a simulation of our own and that simulation being where like what is the rest of panoptes's actions after this point in time dude this this is like the ultimate like spy versus spy i'm in your network <laughs> i'm in your network fucking up your shit like <laughs> kind of yes yeah. this, this is such a such a good and again it i i have to laugh because everyone refers to this as like the dark times in destiny. Like we, nobody really knew if destiny was going to survive past curse of Osiris. And even, even Warmind expansion was like, it, it, it was dark times for destiny. And, and I think a lot of people miss these stories. And, and I, I, I remember like the key points of the story of like, Hey, Panoptes bad, go kill Panoptes. Okay, done. Kill yeah. Panoptes. All right, thanks. But I didn't remember it being this deep. I don't know, yeah. like I'm having a hard time recalling some of these events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we we trace, you know, we find a, an area, um, a simulation that shows us like what Panoptes was doing in the past. Use that information to extrapolate where Panoptes ended up in our point in time, so that way we know where we need to go to to you know lead our assault on on uh, the Vex mind. Um, however. Panoptes can also see everything going on in the that's, infinite forest. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you can't. <sighs> so, although we discover its location, it also discovers that what we're trying to do. Um, and now this is interesting. So maybe you'll maybe this will jog your memory. At the end of the mission, where Segura extrapolates Panoptes's location. Panoptes shows up and sucks the the soul, I guess, of Sagira out of our ghost. Oh shit. So I don't, I don't remember that at all. Holy shit. Yeah, so there, you know, Sagira's kind of like overlaid on our ghost for, right. for the entire time at this point. And, you know, our ghost hasn't talked. It's just been Sagira's voice. Um and and like there's this kind of astral outline of Segura's shell. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, that ghostly look inside of ours. Yeah. And uh, presumably that's like, it, it's never really touched on, but I'm a, it seems to be that that's like the, the light of her, like her. I'm gonna call it a spirit. I'm gonna call it exactly kinda, what I think it is. It's yeah. Segura's it's spirit in hat, like possessing our shell. Essentially, um, and Panoptes is able to manipulate it and affect it and actually separate it from our ghost shell during at the end of this mission. Um, and it has now taken the soul of Segura captive. I uh, and you know, the mission ends, our ghost is like comes out of it and is like, what is going on? Where are we? What is happening? 
Um, cause they've just been out of it for everything that's been happening while Segura was, you know, driving. I was going to say, cause I remember how we get her in the shell. Like we go to a secret Osiris stash and mm-hmm. in the EDZ and then like you put her shell, you put her shell in there or in our shell in there and then it like, suck, and, and then poof, now she's in her, your shell and you're like, what the hell? And your, your shell is definitely, a, your, your shell is definitely in a backseat driver mode at that point. Yes. But I totally forgot about the whole, like. It's, it's Panoptes taking her back and being like, ha ha, spy versus spy that, you little shit. <laughs> so needless to say, uh, we have Panoptes' location, though. So we know where to find it. Uh, we meet up with Osiris. We let him know that, like, Sagira has been taken um, and that this is where we're going to go. Uh. So we lead an assault on Panoptes. I uh, and the the location is Crown of the Infinite. I uh, is the the space where we discover and fight Panoptes. And also interestingly enough, and some of this is because video game, but I uh, Panoptes is not damageable. We all of our abilities and bullets do nothing to them. This is, this is their space. They do whatever the fuck they want in here. <laughs> well, this is this is their space, and I also wonder. And you know, this this is all speculation at the right now. I also wonder if this is the access mind processing all the information from all the simulations in the infinite forest with the dedicated focus on how do we fight slash erase light. Oh my God. Cause we're just, we're just assaulting it with as much light and, and light powered stuff as we can. Cause exactly. I think that's, that's the big thing too, with like a lot of our guns, um, the bullets that we're shooting out of there, when we shoot like an arc bullet, like it, we don't have just like arc bullets laying on the ground. We are shooting arc light out of our guns and so, like, it, it's it, it's to have that much data points and to be able to study that much data points in the infinite amount of time that it can. Uh, yeah, this is a this is it outsmarting us, hundred percent. Yeah, and I I think part of its invulnerability may very well be that it has started to figure out yeah. how to combat these abilities. Because you do eventually get it, but you have to like overload it with. I, I remember you have to do like a jumping section. Yep. Uh, and you like uh, fly through a bunch of hoops and you pick up a, a, a certain orb. I don't remember what it is. Yeah. So Osiris shows up and uh, Osiris and his reflections uh, are able to stun Panoptes and, and kind of hold him in place long enough that we then can uh, overcharge an arc orb, an orb of arc energy. I and we we shove it, you know, in in like the weak spot that Osiris has opened up, and then that finally uh, lowers the shields on Panoptes enough that we get a damage phase in. See, because he still has to, he still has to. Well, I guess I don't know. This is the Infinite Forest. I'd almost say he he has to live by the rules of our physicality, but I mean, I guess to a point. Well, still proves that Ark is the superior subclass. <laughs> yeah, sure. Just saying, Ark Souls, Ark Souls for days, boys. Yeah. So the the thing with, um, you know, with with the rules of the universe, like 
yes, if the Vex have created a pocket universe, they get to decide the rules of that universe, but the they only have the rules of the universe they came from and the baseline right like they they can only they can't i don't believe at least i should say i don't believe that the vex have the ability to create new rules create new (laughs) rules without there being a, a cause for them i think you're right i think because they are very they they they've put Every universe before this that they've existed in um, has been a cause and effect uh, based universe. And therefore, because that's that's all they know and they are now in this universe with a new force that is not cause and effect, they still have to base every law and everything they do around the ideas of cause and effect. So that's yeah. that's why all mathematical laws and scientific laws still have to take effect and and be accurate inside these simulations otherwise it it goes against everything that they know as far as just the basic programming of the universe and would be a i I would think that they would look at that as like an abomination and and would then start worshiping it like they did with the black heart because that's that's the whole thing with the black heart is that it didn't follow the rules of cause and effect and so it, it broke them and so i don't think they would be able to create a simulation without it having perfect cause and effect because that's all they're studying at the end of the day is is look at cause and effect to the nth degree and see what happens at every crossroads right and if they created a simulation that didn't have the exact same rules as the universe they're trying to simulate it'd be an invalid simulation right like the data wouldn't mean anything to them they couldn't act on it so I like that. that's super accurate. Like yeah. that, that makes a hell of a lot more sense. Why the vault of glass and do that really does make those areas make sense now. Like they have to follow our rules because at the end of the day, if they do a bunch of shit in a simulation and they're just like, well, what if we just blow this shit up? Okay, whatever. What if we turn gravity off for a day in this simulation? Okay, that's neat. Well, I can't do that in reality. So Cool. It doesn't help me. Yeah. <laughs> cool, Jim. <laughs> you turned off gravity. Now what? And <laughs> I don't know, but it was neat, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But now what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um and the other thing to remember is that when the Vex create a pocket universe, unless there is an outside uh kind of source or or outside interference, they do not have the capability to have light or dark in their pocket universes because they can't simulate it because they can't it's, simulate it's it. got to have some type of access to it or else it, it's it's a nothing simulation essentially yeah so in in the case of vault of glass we have kabir who punched a paracausal hole through their sim through their their you know the the so, barrier of their universe to let the light in so that's so titan right like <laughs> yeah how do i solve this with my fists uh, My fist can't run out of bullets. Nope. <laughs> never need to reload these guns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> never skip leg day. Never skip arm day. Oh, God. Uh, That's for all of you Titans out there. We, yeah. I know we pick on you guys a lot. We, you know we come running to you when that bubble pops up. Um, but uh, no, so in case of Alta Glass, it was Kabir. In the case of the Garden, it was the Black Heart. The black yeah. heart was the paracausal entity that 
they didn't know what to do with. Um, and in the case here in the infinite forest, I would say Osiris. I, I definitely the, feel like is the conduit because he's 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 essentially like an infectious bug there. He's created so many reflections of himself that it's right. just infecting every part of the infinite forest and just screw because he's just using all of his his reflections as data points, right? Like as yep. observation data points. And on the on the one hand, that's great, but now there's a now there's a light source in every one of these simulations that's screwing with the data on Panopsis's end. And he's like, this is just bugs in the system. And I think, isn't there a mission called bugs in the system? Uh, probably that does sound familiar. I feel like that's a mission or something. A bug in the system. No, no. Okay. You know me, I'm going to make you Google it, but I'll make you Google it later. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so like all, all, all these little individual points of light, um, is all just like, what would you think of that as on the vaccine? Would that just be like blank data point points? Like they, since they don't even know how to simulate it or I guess even interpret it, like it just looks like it'd be, it would be unreadable. Yeah. It'd be unreadable data. So yeah, like to have millions of those throughout the entire infinite forest would just screw with panoptes. Dude. Okay. We're starting to make sense of like, because video games now. (laughs) A little bit. I like it. I like it. Um, by the way, yes, bug in the system was a uh, Curse of Osiris. I uh, knew mission. it. I knew it. So good job. See, I remember something. I remember very specific things, but the overall, like, yeah, nope. Yeah, and I guess also to to you know put a point on this um, for anyone that was not introduced to Osiris prior to the current you know campaign, prior to uh, Beyond Light, I guess. Um, Osiris, A, was a guardian, which most people probably knew, but when he was a guardian and he had his ghost, Sagira, he was classified as one of the most powerful guardians ever. I think the only one that even, like, comes close to rivaling him is Ikora. I believe so, yeah. But Ikora was his mentor, so it's like, like, she would be like... Say the oh yeah, yeah, Icora yeah, yeah. was a student. Osiris was her mentor. She is yeah. the student of Osiris. Yeah, yep. So yeah, so it makes sense that like his main prodigy would be his the second most powerful because like they're never they never that's the whole thing with the prodigies like they they're never like the most powerful. They're always the second most powerful because then why would they need a teacher? Yeah, right. And Icora, it I also think... explains why she freaking cheats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she got the codes from. It's ridiculous! It's ridiculous, <laughs> man. We're all warlocks here. Just share, uh, if only. But um, but no, and I I think one could maybe argue that Ikora is stronger in a pure like brute force and a fear in a pure just like power output. Sure. But Osiris has always been extremely clever with his usage of his light and has, has a very deep understanding of the different facets of it. Uh, he was primarily a solar warlock and um, was, was known for he literally creating copies of himself out of solar light and not just copies that, you know, 
okay, cool. Uh, there's a couple of me on the battlefield and they have to, you know, decide which one to shoot at. No, like copies that were then able to explore entirely different simulated timelines within Full, the infinite forest. Yeah. All at the same time across, you know, a dozen or more copies uh, and all completely on their own and then come back and kind of reabsorb that information into him. Cause that, that was even like his big thing on like, uh, and I know this isn't an Osiris episode and I keep branching. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but that was like his thing with like battle. was it battle six fronts or battle twilight gap where he like, twilight he gap. was, he was seen on ev- on multiple fronts at, at the same time because that was his reflections. He was using, yep. he was actively using his light to do that. He was like, cool, you got self-res? I got reflections. What now? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's just like, ah, uh, shit, I don't know how to deal with that. I thought I knew how to deal with self-res. I don't know how to deal with that. Yeah, which means our the Warlock Solar Super should really be give us reflections. But I'm just saying, man. Can you imagine? Just put up like 10 of us, and they're all just mimicking our... our even if it's just like a mimicry, <laughs> right? Like, has the same guns as us. Um, kind of has the same battle tactic, like whatever we shoot at, all six of those shoot at it. I could go for that. Yeah. My own personal six-man fire team. There oh you go. Oh, my God, that'd be so fucking broken. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. No, there isn't. It'd be cool, though. Oh, my God, pop uh, that PvP. And you're just like, fuck, which one is real? <laughs> uh, but so needless to say, through our joint efforts between Osiris and our guardian, um, Panoptes is eventually destroyed. Uh, thus freeing Sagira. Um, and I, I remember uh, when Osiris, like when the final blow is is hit against Panoptes, Osiris, you know, is like, and give me back my ghost. Yeah. Uh, so um, Sagira is freed and back in her shell. Um, Panoptes is destroyed. This cripples the Vex's use of the infinite forest to, um, they, they can no longer continue to simulate the abilities to combat the light. Uh, which is good. That's which is very good. Very good. <laughs> Cause that was, that was the big thing is like, I remember, I remember the simulation that it shows us um, at the, at, at I think the beginning of the campaign where it shows like an, an image from the lighthouse and it's just, the sun is snuffed out. Like it's, it's a dead sun and all there is is Vex. Like there is nothing left in the universe. Yep. Uh, so we have for the time being prevented that. And, um, not only have we, you know, kind of cut off the, the head of the Vex in the infinite forest, the, the thing that was, um, directing all the others, but Osiris is now in a position to put himself in that role of control of the infinite forest. Uh, although he has, I would say much less control than Panoptes did. He has enough that he can prevent the Vex from doing anything truly catastrophic in there. Uh, but that doesn't mean Osiris doesn't make some mistakes of his own. Um, I mean, he's only human. So while trying to further investigate the infinite forest, Osiris has the brilliant idea of, well, let me see how it started. And so he simulates the creation of the infinite forest from its very beginning, which is the transition of Mercury into a machine world by Dendrin, the root mind. Uh, And so he 
assuming that he'll be able to control Dendron, re you know re-simulates Dendron to uh, understand the process of creating the infinite forest, and lo and behold, he cannot control uh, the root mind after all, and requires us to come in and kill it again. Again, that's, which that's, uh, that's the garden that's the world strike. Strike. Yep. yep. Such a good one, and that the, the it was a good one. The funny thing that the, the the one thing that makes me laugh is Dendron's a uh, colossus. Yeah. Like colossus, yep. I, it's funny. Like we've we've talked about hydras and we've talked about minotaurs and goblins and hobgoblins. Colossuses are the one thing that we haven't really touched on at all. Like, what is is a colossus a purely military unit? I mean, it can't be if it's here creating the infinite forest. Yeah. Um, and to, to be specific, not Colossus, Cyclops. Cyclops, Cyclops. Yeah. What am I thinking of? Uh, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of um, the, the, not Hive, damn it. Who are the, who are the big red guys? Cabal. God, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, it's one of those nights, man. It's yep. one of those nights. Um, yes, Colossus yes. is Cabal. Cabal. Cyclops is because it has one eye. That makes sense. Yep. Oh yep. my god! It's and it's Greek because the Minotaurs and got shit. The Vex just, make total sense now. Just now getting that, are we? Hydras, <laughs> Minotaurs, Coloss. Holy shit! Set ten years of destiny, and I just now made that connection. Well, you know, better late than never. I guess. <laughs> I feel a little dumb tonight, but that's fine. It's whatever. It's cool. Cyclops. Uh, and it only has one eye, and it's a cy- God dang yep. it. Anyway, they have primarily been military-style. I, I think of them as military-style, like, fort- fortification turrets. I've never thought of them as, like, having their own, like, priorities and minds and sub-function and stuff like that. But Dendron is one of those and is the thing that, that created the Infinite Forest. Yes. Yep. Um... Well, D- yeah, Dedrin is the one that cr- that uh, spearheaded the um, converting of Mercury into a machine world and the building of the Infinite Forest, and then the one in charge of directing what went on in the forest was Panoptes. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I'm following now. I'm following. I'm following. So he's still just like a builder unit, anyway. Okay. Yeah, it's mo- you know he's the construction foreman. Yep. Essentially. Yep. Not to downplay uh, construction foreman. We know you're important. Oh, yes. Yeah. But then, um, like, what the building is used for is a totally different job. So it, it, there's no equation there. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, so needless to say, uh, at this point in time, Osiris is at the helm of the Infinite Forest, trying to use it to his own designs to discover and research information that he deems necessary uh, and trying to prevent the Vex from being able to really gain a foothold back into the infinite forest to uh, resume control of it. Uh, And that's just kind of how things go until Shadowkeep. That's a long time. It is a long time. That's like a year and a half. Yeah. The Vex don't really have a a big presence. And, And honestly, I, the drifter actually mentions this in Forsaken, uh, kind of as a, an offhanded um, 
dialogue. I, it, it's flavor text for when you're like fighting the Vex um, yeah. during Forsaken in uh, in Gambit. And Drifter mentions that we have crippled the Vex to the point where they don't even have different collectives anymore. Oh like, shit! They they have they, had like, reabsorbed to... back into themselves, and they're just the Vex collective now. Yeah, they have had to uh, take all their various divisions other than the soul divisive, which is still in the garden. Because that's um, still cut off from yep. from all of us. But all of the other Vex across the soul system that had their own little collections and their, their own little access mines with their own um, primary functions, like they're running so low on resources at this point that they have had to condense everything back into just one collective i mean what can i say we're we're vip 2014 that's what we do we, we did kill the same gods thing to the fallen exactly <laughs> we cripple the whole damn system so it makes a certain amount of sense that the vex haven't very, been very active for a little while uh because they've just been trying to consolidate at yeah. this point and I I think the only like major things that happen were would have been like the stuff with Coria, but that's again not really Vex. That's once once Coria is taken by Osiris. Or Osiris, damn it! Uh, once Coria is taken by Oryx and gifted to Savathun, now it's just a taken. It's no longer. It's outside of the Vex network, and therefore it's its own thing. Yeah, uh, and we're we're referring there to Quoria's hand in what happened to the Dreaming City. Right. Not when we meet Quoria later on. Correct. Correct. Um, because that also has repercussions and pre-percussions? I don't know. I'm using that word. Yeah. Uh the and the only other thing would be the 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 one vex at the uh, at the uh, forge. But I think that's still just kind of like a minor, like we we just so happen to be on Nessus, um, doing the forge stuff, and they're just so happen to be high uh, vex there, and they're like, oh look, light stuff. Okay, well shit, we got we got beat. Bye. Yeah, I, I think you know again, in if the vex are just trying to consolidate, they're probably also looking for any means of getting you know an advantage, more firepower, whatever it may be, and probably saw the forge as. Uh, a potential avenue to that and then when they were you know when when we defended it successfully they decided it's not worth pouring more yeah. resources into that so that's paracausality baby yep uh but yeah that brings us to shadow keep um and more specifically the end of shadow keep slash season of the undying so during shadow keep um the very end of shadow keep we have received this dark artifact uh from the pyramid ship and uh it's discovered that this dark artifact is communicating with something there there's a, a signal link between it and this unknown point in space-time. Uh, and Eris takes note of this and is like, we should track down what this is what this is talking to. On the other end of that link is 
the soul divisive in the black garden. And they also take notice that their artifact on their end is now communicating with something out in the soul system. And whereas Eris is like, go find this, this, you know, this is going to give us information we, we can potentially use. The Vex see this as a, oh, there are invaders coming. <laughs> like so, something, something from outside is communicating with our, you know, holy relic inside. Something's going to come to it from the outside. Therefore, access, access point, access point. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, we should be proactive and defend our relic. Well, shit. Okay. Now, now, real quick, does this have anything to do? It, it, because this was always a point that that kind of confused me, and this, this could just be a because video game thing. Um, that artifact that we find at the end of Shadow Keep, um, because we find it in the pyramid ship, right? It's sitting Correct. on the altar the or like right in front of the altar of the yep. big um the big statue that's there at the end. Um the there's a similar artifact that we find through Zydron's gate that leads eventually leads to us getting divinity. Yeah. Um are is that is that a similar artifact or is that like the same artifact in a different timeline? Uh, unclear. Okay. Um, I mean, I suppose it could because we get be it directly either. from the gate that's there, which I know we're about to talk about all this, so I'm gonna right. just put it there. Like Zydron's gate, there is where you get that artifact from, and I believe it's I I think it summons Zydron when you go in there, but I don't remember. I know Zydron is obviously corrupted when you get in there with the nightmares and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if it's from a different timeline or if it's just a like another relic another of a similar relic. design yeah. or or what. Um that I don't remember there being anything to imply that it's a different timeline uh version okay. other than just it happened to be around Vex stuff, you know. Right, right. So I've always been curious about divinity and like why divinity does what divinity does. Um and to me, it's 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 a Vex thing. Like, we're channeling Vex into an enemy, creating a, a weak point in it. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Like, that... That d- Divinity is a Vex gun. Yeah. We're shooting Radiolarian into a thing to, like, make it weak. Um, oh, my God. The bubble it's doing is also the imminent detainment bubble. Oh, my God. We are literally shooting Vex. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we are. Okay. All right. Divinity is a little bit more important than I thought it was. <laughs> Divinity is a little cooler now. <laughs> it's a little cooler. It's not, again, that's the thing, right? Like the first person to say who's got Divinity has to use it in the raid. Um, so we've come up with colorful ways to not call it Divinity. <laughs> who's got the gun? What gun? You know that one gun we use for the debuff and stuff? You mean divinity? Ah, he's got to use it. Ah, he's got to use it. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah. So there's this this connection now between these two artifacts, 
And the Vex are seeing it as a like, essentially a, a sign of, of war to come. And so they have decided they're going to be the preemptive, you know, preemptive attack, uh, go on the offensive rather than the defensive. And um, during Season of the Undying, we saw this. They just start invading the moon. It's so uh, cool. Such a that graphic that was in the sky, that was in a, like it literally looks like a giant like matrix style access hole has been ripped into reality, and Vex are just pouring through it. It's it's really cool. It, it's I guess the closest thing we would have now is like the Vex incursion on Neomuna. Sure. Um, but I think there's a honestly, similar graphic think... to the at the when you do the um, the Avalon mission. Yeah, um, that graphic yeah. is in the sky above there. When you when you connect when you collect all the little different uh, access points uh, to like start to do the initial start for the Avalon mission. If you look up in the sky, you can see that graphic, and it's just it's amazing. It, it literally that I and I think that's what the graphic is is symbolizing is the Vex are ripping a hole in the in their network and connecting their network directly to our reality and saying, we're, we're just going to start focusing here. Yeah. So the Vex are, you know, have, are seeing the source of this, uh, incoming signal as the moon. And they're like, okay, we're just gonna destroy everything on the moon. Then, um, sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. And they start, uh, invading and, I, in an effort, um, in efforts to worship and protect the garden and specifically the relic within the garden, um, the Vex invasion and the Vex of the soul divisive in general are being controlled now by two Axis mines. Uh, these are the Axis mines known as the soul inherent mines. Uh, and they are the consecrated mind and the sanctified mind. Oh, okay. Now these names are sounding familiar. I, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to figure the, out where where I'm. These are the bosses from. in oh, okay. Salvation. Gotcha. Uh, now something interesting here. So, uh, good to remember that this is the first time since the Red War that the Black Garden has been accessible. So the Soul Divisive has been able to do whatever they've wanted for years, years of our time at least. Um, Millennia? Yeah, who knows how long inside In the garden. Infinite time? <laughs> so they have constructed these two new access mines to delegate you know, what the Soul Divisive does. I... Uh, one of those access mines, the um, consecrated consecrated mind, seems to be more of a defensive mind. Like that's the mind that takes over protection uh, protocols. Sure. Whereas the sanctified mind seems to be the one that acts more in a religious sense. Is more the one that dedicates the worship protocols. Okay. Uh, our guardian, you know, is following the signal in the opposite direction. Like the Vex did their preemptive attack and I'm invaded curious. the moon. I'm I'm curious if that if that connection there is what like reapplied the garden to our timeline. 
I don't know that it's the connection that did. Uh, it certainly could be. Because um, if something in our timeline was communicating with something in that time space, it, it would have to have some type of connection point, right? Which is why they chose the moon, because they saw they saw the signal coming from the moon. So then I guess they reatta- like the Vex reattached the garden to our timeline to say that's the thing we need to, to kill. That's what I'm not sure about. I don't know if the Vex reattached it or if by nature of the relics being of the darkness and therefore paracausal had the ability to like force the garden back into existence okay. uh, in our, you know, our reality. Um, that, that bit is unclear. Cause, cause that's, cause that's the other thing too, to, to note here is that the garden of salvation raid is the black garden. Like yes. it, it's not a separate, it's not a, like a new, version of the black garden like a, 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 a it, it's certainly a grown version i guess because it 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 well I, I guess it wouldn't even be older too because if it got reconnected to our timeline well i guess it wouldn't matter fuck i don't know um, right yeah it, it could be an older version it could be a and, and the reason why i think it's like an overgrown is because that first area that you come to that first uh um uh, the very first boss encounter you come into, that is the arena where you fought the the Black Heart. Yes. Yes, it is. And, but it's just like way overgrown. So that's where I th- I feel like it's it's been millennia in the Black Garden when it when it gets reconnected and is now the Garden of Salvation. It's possible. Um we time definitely works differently inside the garden compared to outside. Uh, we also know from uh, our readings for our Aldrin series, when Aldrin was in the garden, though, that stuff just grows there. Like, uh, like you know, freaky that... shit. Right. <laughs> like little little IC chips that have now, all their little pins are now legs and they're crawling across the ground. And that's, yeah. that's just a freaky image in my brain that lives <laughs> rent-free now because of the Aldrin stuff. But so it, it is just a place where like, Weird Growth things grow. Okay. Yeah. So hard to say exactly what, uh, if it's just time or if there's more to it than that. Um, but yeah, needless to say, our guardian forms up a raid team, follows that signal in, um, comes face to face with the soul inherent minds. Uh, the first being the consecrated mind, which takes the form of uh, a giant harpy. Um, and consecrated, and and this is something that's going to be a theme in Garden of Salvation. Consecrated is having been made or declared sacred. Makes sense. If we want to go the Christian route, um, declared to be or represent the body and blood of Christ. Now, the reason why I think this is relevant. There is heavy Christian symbolism throughout the Garden of Salvation in the naming of the various enemies we fight. Really? Well, you have the consecrated mind, the sanctified mind, the angelics or the angels. Oh, shit. That you have to fight throughout to allow you to damage the, the, uh, other, you know, I Vex. never even put that, dude. I'm having discoveries tonight. 
I never yeah. even put that together. I never even like connected the fact that 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 they were called angelics and thinking of them as angels. So the Vex in here, and because we know the garden is a place of worship, of where the Vex developed worship, yeah. like the these are, uh, you know, this is being represented in the naming now, where these are like considered. I, uh, you know, they used Christian, um, you know, naming convention here, uh, but you know, it could, could have been anything and it would have had the same message. Um, but yeah, it, it's this, this, like the, this is a holy place now for yeah. these Vex and they have, uh, Vex of certain stations that are considered holy or sacred. So the consecrated mind being the first we come across uh, and the second being the sanctified mind um and sanctify very similar to consecrate uh, or consecrated uh means to um if something is sanctified it is mean it is like it's set apart or declared holy, um, is considered free from sin or is considered the ultimate purity uh, or, or pure soul is, is something that is sanctified. Uh, that's, by just, that's just blowing my mind, like thinking of this boss standing in front of me with, with that context yeah. behind it is just, that's, I don't know, that's, 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 that's breaking my brain right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> So for those that haven't done Garden of Salvation, uh, after you defeat the last boss, you discover that what they've been defending and presumably worshiping up to this point is a pyramid ship. Yeah. Is, is a, but it's not, a it's not the pyramid big pyramid ship. It's no. the, or, or is it? Because like when, when, the, when the little guy forms, it's one of those little, I don't know what to call them, like little skiffs. Yeah, I think they technically call them scales, pyramid yeah, scales. I think you're right. Um, I'm trying to think of my season of arrivals <laughs> terminology. Know, yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, so that little scale forms, and then like, but it form like it's been sitting in the ground, and it forms up above, and then when you jump down inside, another one of those statues is sitting inside there. Yeah, another one of the veiled, uh, you know, veiled women statues, yeah. um, is is down there uh, with. Um, I'm pretty sure in there is a copy of the the same relic that yeah. we were yep um you know we had uh given to Aris well and that's that that's where that's where you take the once you've got all the puzzles solved in there for divinity that's where you take the divinity relic like you have to beat yep. the boss and get down to that relic so that's that's where i'm curious of i think that divinity relic is actually a copy of it and is and the reason why we can use it is because it's kind of like outside the vex's control like yeah i could see that it it and then you're like reuniting it with the real thing and yeah I don't know I I I love I love seeing explanations of of just game mechanics in lore and that's that's where that's where I keep looking at divinity as this odd I mean the fucking name of the gun is called divinity oh my god <laughs> yeah like a divine thing oh my god ten years of destiny have just come crashing down on my face like you <laughs> idiot. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But uh so yeah, presumably Dude, are all the, the guns Oh my god, all the guns are too. 
or, or have that theme. Sacred Providence. Yeah. A crude redemption. Oh my god. <laughs> is the is the armor? Um, that's I can't remember the question. name of the armor now. I, Dude, this yeah. is blowing my mind. I've never made any of these connections. I've never even like thought of it in the terms of like the Garden of Sa- it's uh, the salvation. Oh my god. I just straight feel dumb now tonight, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, feel, I feel straight stupid. Uh, uh, so yes, the armor. Um, it's all. It yeah. Uh, greaves of ascendancy, gauntlets of exaltation, oh plate of transcendence, helm oh of righteousness. God. Uh, How have I not? Like I feel dumb now, myth. I, that's so. fine. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> Seeing all these connections and not being like, oh, hey, this is all a place of worship. This is this is literally now, like, the garden is now officially, even in the Vex's minds, a place of worship. Like, this, that's yeah. all the garden is now. Like, everything needs to lead to the garden, and, and whatever's in the garden, that's the new, like, final pattern. Is that kind of like the, the, the logic here? That is the logic of the soul divisive. Okay. So they're still they're still their own thing now. The yes. rest of the Vex forces in the soul system, or I guess in the universe, are still just kind of like we're recovery mode. Like yeah. that thing over there is wrong. I guess that's the thing too, is does the rest of the Vex see the soul divisive as like something wrong? Do they see the, the black garden as a as a bad thing or like a, a wrong thing? I, I keep saying bad. I, I'm gonna say wrong. Yeah. Um like like something that shouldn't exist or like or or they see the do they see the garden of salvation and go oh this is the new pattern we need to we need to change our our logic to conform to this now yeah i i don't have the lore card in front of me i forget what it was but there is a lore card out there that describes the other vex as being scared of the divisive Okay. Uh, of of not just thinking like that's wrong, but almost being like rejecting them out of fear. Okay. So more of like an excommunication. Oh my God. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like an excommunication. I'm fucking, I'm leaving tonight, myth. That's it. I'm getting up. I'm leaving. And I, I do want to point out they are called the soul divisive. God as, damn it. As in divided from the rest. God dang it. <laughs> I guess I can't use that here either, can I? Oh, uh, would it would it just be mind? Dang it! <laughs> yeah, or I a- guess. Atheon? Dang it! No, what, what would it be? Harpy? Dang it! I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But so, needless to say, um, the yes, the the Garden of Salvation is essentially the Church of the Soul Divisive. I uh, and I'm, they're, I'm referring to it as that from now on. You know there that, right? You go. I mean, it's accurate. It is. Um, and their their object of worship has been this pyramid scale and presumably now, guess, artifact underneath it. I guess that's the thing too. Like the the God, I I told you I'd have a ton of questions about this thing. Are they worship? So I'm going to try to like piece these things together. In the Black Garden, originally, they try to. We we know now because of Lightfall, they try to mm-hmm. create. They being the Vex, or 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 they being the Witness, try to create a copy of the Veil. 
it is implied that the Vex are the ones that tried to create it, but it was under the direction of the witness. Okay. So Blackheart is created. Now it's this weird, like, we don't know what the hell this is. Start worshiping it. That now disconnects this whole section of Vex. When we get to the events of the Gardner South, we, we then take that out. No big deal, right? VIP 2014, yep. kick in the door, NBD, done, got it taken care of. We then transition into the events or, or the area of Garden Salvation. They are still in a mode of worship, um, even though they can't, um, either can't or won't try to recreate a black heart uh, and now have this pyramid scale here. Are they worshiping the scale? Are they worshiping darkness as just an entity as a, as a thing because they can't understand paracausality? Are they worshiping the statue? Is the statue radiating darkness? Is the statue what's actually part of the scale? Like we know, we, we know that there's statues in the big pyramid ships, but can little pyramid ships have statues connected with them? So I don't know the answers to all of those. And we, I know we, that was a we punch. Won't. <laughs> yeah, we, we won't cause, uh, but we can speculate on some. So, I think they're worshiping the scale in particular. Okay. And I think they're worshiping it because that is what the witness uses to commune with them. Okay. Uh, we know okay. from Season of Defiance that all of the pyramid ships are like kind of literally built out of the witness. Like yeah. the, the witness just, it, it is a piece of the witness. Every yep. ship is. So this darkness scale, this this pyramid scale, is a little chunk of the witness. And oh I would God. assume that the witness can communicate and perhaps grant power and or uh, give them directives through it. Is, is, is this the whole like cracked glass thing? Like it's using that as the cracked glass communication point? I think with... so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean if, if I mean that the, makes sense why it can communicate with these things. If it is part of the witness, right. like it's just an extension of him. Or them. They? Them. I'm gonna say they and them. It's the witness yeah. is weird now. Like I, I this whole time I thought of him as just a thing, and then like w- w- last season just completely fucked everything we know about that. <laughs> like it's <laughs> black everything we know about the witness has just been rapidly evolving over the last like year, year and a half. And it's just, it's, it's a little hard to keep up with, to be honest. Yeah. Um, especially for my poor little squirrel brain, but okay. <laughs> so they, so, so the, the, it's, it's just, it's so odd to me that we would defeat the black heart or we would destroy the black heart. And then the Vex would just be like, okay, I guess we worship something else now and not try to like recreate or something. And now knowing that the witness tried to do, I know, I know a lot of this is probably like retconning stuff because like the day, the, 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 the days of the black heart was like really early destiny and nobody knew that this thing was going to take off. But like, I, I, I still, it, it amazes me that, that the witness would do, would go to that extent to try to like recruit the the vex to create a black heart because i'm assuming he would think that they are the only entity in the universe that would have the power to do such every other ent- and and still be under still be controllable to an extent right like 
the cabal aren't really just controllable. The the hive aren't really controllable. I mean, he could probably do it with Taken, but then like you're creating your own power out of your own power. I don't, I don't know if it'd be as powerful as you'd want it to be. Um, I don't know if I could use the word power more times in one sentence. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's it blows my mind that that Black Garden. All of the Vex, all the Vex strongholds have such a bigger implication than what it seems like they're ha- they even have in game. Like, oh yeah, the the Black Garden is a big deal because like we even revisit it during Lightfall because um, Ronan went and visited it. Yes, I uh, which I know we'll get to that eventually. Like that's we yeah we'll get to that eventually. There's some things there that I think right. are worth talking about for sure. So I mean um, the Black Garden is a big deal. We we now I I now have a fully better understanding of the Vault of Glass and how big a deal of that is. And even the Infinite Forest, like these are big deals. Mm-hmm. And much bigger deals than I think were are even like shown off in game. The Vexter have always just kind of been like that nuisance in the background. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're yeah. always there, they're always gonna be there, but there's no like there's no head of a snake to cut off, right? Like, there's no Keitel. There's no Mithrax. Right. There's no big baddie. There's no Savathun. There's there's no big baddie on the other side to be like, take that guy out, and we'll cripple their forces, and then the rest of them will have to worship us. Oh, my God. Are we Vex? <laughs> I guess the Cabal and, and, and Elixir don't really worship us. No. We kind of treat ourselves as such, though. We're like, we're going to kill your big bad baddie, and then we're your good guys. Come flock to us children of universe system <laughs> i mean it's worked so far <laughs> yeah yeah like <laughs> if it works for the vex why don't it work for us right uh but yeah so i i think what we what we know for sure these vex have devoted themselves to worship the witness can commune with them in some way and and speak with them and give them directives presumably the witness is the one that directed them to create the black heart um, or at least was knowledgeable about them creating the black heart. And maybe, maybe that's what happened. It might be that they created the black heart after being exposed to the veil. And it, it said during that mission, even that like the black heart was a very poor imitation of the veil. Um, oh, okay. It, so the witness it was seen not this and been like, successful, a, right? Like, if this is a poor imitation of the thing I need, this is the closest I've seen in our universe of what I need. Let me start focusing here, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, and from the Vex's point of view, okay, Black Heart disappeared. You know, went poof. Someone killed it. I. Uh, the but they still, you know, it it was dark. It was darkness energy. So perhaps they were just drawn to the next source of darkness energy, which would have been this pyramid scale. Um, Or the witness could have actively reached out at that point and been trying to gather the Vex to it uh, so that it could, you know, use them to enact something. Start trying to make another, start trying to make another black heart or something. Okay. That's making more sense now. And I guess that's the, that's the big thing too, is like, um, I, I I do like that idea of of the the witness seeing the vex trying to create this thing, and then that thing disappears, and then the vex going, okay, well, worship has changed our programming to say that 
that thing is 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 that is the end goal, right? Like because before before darkness, the end goal was just propagate the pattern. And now that right. thing, like having that thing and them not being able to do anything with it, um, which is absolutely a good thing. Um, yes. <laughs> they now have this new level of, I guess, understanding or programming that says worship, and therefore they have to look for something. And and since that pyramid ship or the veil uh, statue or the the ancient artifact or one of these things or all of these things um, has a lot of darkness energy around it. They're like, okay, worship that now protect that because that's the whole route. Like that's you're fighting through the garden to get to that point. And once you get to that, once you down the the sanctified mind, now that thing is, is accessible and you can get to it and you can be like, Oh, this is it. This is the thing that was sending the signal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now another interesting point of discussion about the two access minds, the again, the consecrated and sanctified minds. There is some uh, disagreement amongst the lore community as no. to <laughs> no. I know that never happens. Um, there is some disagreement as to whether or not these minds should be considered vex the reason being the reason being is that uh the um the sanctified mind the final boss for sure and the consecrated mind um i think you could argue as well they appear to wield darkness powers in some way uh, not okay. stasis or strand, not not like dark in the way we we consider it, um, but they're they're physic like physically, uh, there is um, kind of like digital spires and, and thorns that are poking out of their bodies all over the place. Sure. Um, and so this this is brought about, and I a a thought. If something is consecrated, is you know uh, deemed holy, generally uh, in a lot of faiths that requires some sort of ritual, uh, you know, to create holy water or to uh, you know bless something. As you know, again, uh, looking at like. Catholic Christianity, um, you know, the, the body and blood of Christ, uh, like there, there's a, a process, something that has to be done to the item to make it holy or representative of something holy. Sure. Well, the only thing that really makes a decent amount of sense to sanctify a vex that is all about worship is to introduce a little bit of the power that they're worshiping to that vex in this case darkness we know okay. that when vex radiolaria meets dark it's not radiolaria anymore right it's, it's alkahest exo milk yeah uh it's what yeah what what the exos run off of so possibly these two axis mines 
aren't running off radiolaria anymore. Oh, they're shit. running off Alkahest. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I yeah, there, there are various schools of schools of thought um, that I've seen on this. Some of them. I mean, they're are, still bad at the end of the day. Oh yeah, no, they're they're still you know they're still bad guys. They're still in our way. Uh, but it they may not be vex, vex in anymore. the traditional sense anymore. Yeah. I'm curious if like all the vex in there are now like that. Like if the Black Garden truly is this this level of like excommunication of the rest of the Vex. Like, I mean, I feel like that's the bigger threat then. In a lot of ways. I mean, because on one hand you have the Vex, which are, you know, complete the pattern, complete the pattern, complete the pattern, but they're manageable. There's flies on the wall. Uh, yeah. And, and, and they have a very, um, non, I, I would say predictable and like non-aggressive goal. Yeah. Like they don't want their their end goal is not to do anything they don't kill that everything. is outwardly harmful. They yeah. just want to complete the pattern. Complete the pattern. Right. Uh the Vex in here are actively doing something now. Yeah. Well when when you introduce worship, you introduce the possibility of zealotry. Right. You oh introduce God, the possibility Jesus of Christ. <laughs> you introduce the possibility of like the thing you are worshiping is now, you know, perceived to be under attack. Right. Therefore, like the Vex will take offensive action that is just is militaristic rather and than And that's the whole reason why they see that thing as an invasion point cuz like they never yeah. saw uh Clovis's portal as an invasion point. No, they didn't even like wake up yeah him. like he he showed up and like they would have the occasional minotaur the occasional goblin or whatever but like it was nothing like they didn't ca- it's like they didn't care because it it just didn't matter to them now inside the garden like that shit matters like now they're looking at at shit is like this is an invasion oh my god man my so, brain my brain is broken tonight <laughs> wow say not too much longer to go for you um or not yeah, any, so, not any different than any other night uh, you know <laughs> you said it not me uh, if the pattern fits yeah. oh god i'm vexed now oh god <laughs> uh but yeah so our you know guardian enters the enters the garden defeats the mines um thus stopping the vex command structure of the garden we we kind of cut off the head of the Hydra for the ideas of worship and protect the garden. Um, so is that kind of like the end of, of the worshipingness for the garden? Like are, is, I don't want to say is the garden a safe space, but it's like, because we've dealt with these sanctified, these, these, these highly religious things in the Vex hierarchy. Um, I guess in the, in the, divisive hierarchy i i can't call them yeah. vex anymore now i i don't think the guys i don't think the entities inside the garden are vex anymore i think they are the divisive now they are it's a totally different they look the same they look i can't even say they look the same they look similar but like yeah i i truly mm-hmm. think of them as as a different entity now but uh because we've dealt with these things now is are are the divisive a a threat still 
we've we've definitely uh reduced their capabilities i wouldn't say that they're not a threat like are they just gonna start finding another thing and worship again well, and I don't even know that that they need another thing to worship. Like they, oh, they they've already found one thing. Right, they, like they found the witness. The thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or you know, the dark or or whatever. However, they perceive the witness. Um, oh my God, can you think of that too? Like they've they've found the like the witness has found them, or they found the witness, or whatever. And then now they've started worshiping this thing, and now the witness has just straight up abandoned them. Well, yeah, because he they didn't care. He didn't need them. <laughs> like they were just no. they were just pawns to him. Dude, that's oh my god! Now I can't shoot anything in there. <laughs> uh, well, they're gonna shoot you. They so. are gonna shoot me. <laughs> they they have no qualms about that. Yes, I'm the uh, divinity bitch now. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Divinity does still do damage. Oh shit! No, I'm just sending the vex home. There I'm you sending go. the related the radiolaria home, trying to d d. Darkness, the thing. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but no, so we we have not ended the threat. We have simply crippled the command structure. Okay. Uh, and because this is kind of a cut a, a, a silo, you know, this is a, a div- divided from the main Vex network. You know, it, it's that that idea of worship, like that still is the directive of this whole group of Vex. Even if they don't have someone leading the charge on like, this is the most efficient way to worship or the most efficient way to defend. That's still their prime objective. Now that's, that still blows my mind too. the idea that the Vex are just like, what is the most efficient way to worship? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so the, the Vex that are left retaliate. Um, they continue to invade the moon, uh, and recognize essentially like, okay, we've lost our, you know, our, our main processing units. We need to retreat to have time to, to recoup. And so their next thing that they do is they reinstate the undying mind, which to remind everybody, the undying mind's purpose its function is to separate the garden from our reality and keep it separated keep it safe keep it separate keep it safe essentially uh and this is the season of the undying with the undying mind and that that's what they're trying to do they're trying to cut off our access to the garden again um so that they can continue to do you know recoup uh and rebuild inside the garden undisturbed um the threat to the moon of these of the vex invasions and the possibility of losing access to the garden again leads the vanguard to devise a plan to deal with the undying mind um specifically ikora arrives on the absolute space-brained solution Dude, it's, it's straight stupid. We can call it what it is. It is stupid. You did not put a a a vex gate in this in the tower. Yeah, it's not not a good idea. That's stupid. Yeah, so she puts this gate up and like we go invade, right? Like Yeah. We go kill millions and billions and trillions of these of this undying mine like as many times as it takes to like tell the vex in there stop it. 
Yeah, so the the undying mind does what Vex do. Um, it knows, okay, I need to protect myself so that I have time to cut the garden off. And so it creates simulations, hundreds upon thousands of simulations of itself and areas of the garden that it knows are contact points. And our job then in a like very brute force, it's like, let's just brute force the hack kind of way. That's literally what it feels Uh, like. (laughs) We literally just flood it with as many guardians as fast as we can. Yep. The, the objective is keep throwing guardians through that portal until, and keep killing undying minds until we find the real one amongst the hundreds of thousands of simulated ones. Right. Which I don't even know that we ever found the like there is no like the real one because the Vex can just like recreate it. So yeah. Yeah, but we can at least prevent it from cutting the garden off. And then now that we still have access to the garden, presumably they can run patrols in there and keep the Vex, you know, occupied enough they can't start making more access mines. That makes sense. Especially since it's now officially tied to our our timeline again. Like our yes. our existence. Yep. I uh, and so that's what we do. We go through the Vex portal, we kill every iteration of the Undying Mind we can find until the original is found and destroyed. I I love it. There's there's a picture out there of like somebody standing, somebody's renamed their guardian and they're standing on the Vex portal and, and they the guardian's name is just Ikora, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's pretty accurate for this scene right here. Yep. Yep, pretty much. Uh, But yeah, with that, the garden is squarely in our reality again. We have access to it through the portal on the moon. Uh, We have crippled the Divisive's command structure and their main processing units that were dedicating resources towards defense and worship. Um, And the Vex are just kind of chilling now. Oh, cool. Vex solved. Yeah, solved, quote unquote. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but that is not where the Vex ends, but that is going to be the end of our episode for uh, for this evening. Ba-da-ba-ba-da, cliffhanger. <laughs> kinda, kinda. There are uh, still a lot more Vexy things. Like there's There are a still whole, a lot more Vexy things. The entirety of Neomuna, like, that's got, that needs some, Neomuna, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> steal from yeah. i love lucy uh yeah there's 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 still a lot more like yeah okay there's more all right well let's uh let's do some shout outs then yeah so uh we've got one very large shout out i uh, or or a very um long long read of a shout out uh that came to us from uh milan I uh, on our Twitter and uh, apologies in advance if I'm mispronouncing that, but uh, they say from the very first moment I discovered your podcast, I couldn't tear myself away from it. It has now become my main source of destiny lore. And whenever there is no new episode, I play the old ones in succession. The penguins on Europa have particularly intrigued me. They're, they're uh, so good. I still love that story. 
the penguins are that that whole thing is Peng- pretty penguins cool. is my wife's favorite entity and so like everything around our house is penguin i literally behind me i have a i have a three foot tall stuffed penguin that we got from moody gardens down in galveston uh in texas uh that, that you can go feed penguins there so yeah i'm all on board with the penguins yeah um, but they continue, it says, uh, since English is not my native language, I have long wanted to do something for local guardians, but this lore requires a huge amount of preparation. Maybe one day I will commit to it and spread these cool stories too. But for now, at least I'm spreading everything I learn from you. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully well, we're accurate. <laughs> Say, I, I feel like we, we do our best at least to be, Absolutely. be accurate. Absolutely. Um, not to say we don't miss things here and there. I'm sure we do. But or something new comes up and completely re like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like literally the last like year worth of like light and darkness stuff has made me like rethink everything that has to do with light and dark now. Like Yeah. And then we yeah. still have all the entirety of final shape that's gonna just completely mind blown. And I'm ready for it. I am yeah. so ready for it. But me too. I'd... I'm I'm glad that you're you enjoy the episodes, both new and old, from the sounds of it. Um, and you know, I it I understand, believe me, how daunting a task it can be to try and and think about like pulling on all these little threads for various subjects in Destiny to try and get something cohesive uh, put together. But I uh, that's why that's why he does all the homework. Yeah, that's that's why I get all the hard work. That's why he does uh, all the homework. Exactly. That's <laughs> my squirrel brain would be like, oh well, that's important too. Let's put that in there. <laughs> like one subject, we'd still be on penguins if that was the case. We'd still be on penguins. I am certain of it. Um, Year almost two years later, we'd still be on penguins. That's exactly what it'd be. <laughs> but no. So if if you. Uh, do find yourself in the the right frame of mind and and the right uh, you know enough time to to do the preparation for it. Um, you know it it is it is really cool to be able to do stuff that uh, helps people you know kind of understand what's going on or or just give them a, a little more appreciation of things. So uh, it is it is rewarding in its own right. So yeah. All um, right. But uh, I say the other real quick shout out. I'm not going to read out the whole thing because uh, it was mostly a meme. But um, I, I we will got, say. We got memefied. <laughs> we did get memed a little bit. Uh, I, I was will like, say we made it. A, we, we, uh, we won the internet. Yeah. I, uh, a quick thank you to um, Tony Slaz and Scarlett for, um, yeah, it, thinking well enough of my attempts at voice acting to Dude, they're uh, so good to to want me to be hired by bungie yeah uh, <laughs> so th- thank you for that Gen- genuinely uh that that is is kind of cool um is 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 heartwarming for sure the i picture, the picture do not amazing. think i'm on that level but the, uh the the picture for the meme is amazing it's it says what is it put a, put on that myths and stories and forget about her yeah, yep. it's our logo in the background. I love it. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> so, but thank you for your your confidence in my abilities uh, and just support in general. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I say if you uh, liked what you heard, we'd really appreciate it if you leave a review on your your listening platform of choice. 
Uh, if you feel strongly enough that you want to leave a text review, um, we encourage those as well. Uh, or you can reach out to us on Twitter at uh, Myths and Stories, Z instead of an S. Uh, and you may see yourself as a future shout out. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I got my thank you. Um, I'm going to thank that one Vex uh, that decided to turn off gravity and completely invalidate uh, that entire point of data. Because you know there's always that one guy. Like, there's always the one guy that's like, well, what if we do this? And you're, and, and every other person on the team is like, okay, look, Jim, we get that you want to have fun with this project. And by all means, have fun. But we need the data for, like, I can't, you can't just use bullshit. I mean, you could use bullshit data. People do it all the time. It doesn't, it doesn't help. It's, it's just mean and insensitive to the group. Right, Ben? Oh, are we done now? That's, that was it. <laughs> that was it. That's all I had. All right. That was, that was quite the adventure. This was. That's, I mean, the Vex are an adventure. They're also our past and our future and our now. Da, 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 da. Exactly. <laughs> you got anything else, man? Nope. Jesus. All right. Well, from all of us lore daddies to all of you guardians out there, we'll see you next time.